Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. I might create a new game. I looked at creating a game that just has four pockets on. I looked at the table, we started playing it. I went, you know what, I like this. It's a cross between Paul and Snooker. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Wednesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with an impressive win for the Ireland under-17s last night. Colin O'Brien's side are into the quarterfinals of the European Championship. Ireland beat tournament hosts Hungary 4-2 to secure second place in Group A behind Poland. St. Pat's pair Mason Melia and Luke Kerr both scored two goals each. Ireland will now play the winners of Group B, which could be Spain. They play Serbia today in their final group game. O'Brien says his side will be a match for any of the best teams in Europe. Not really bothered who we play. It'll be another game for us. We, we prepare for it. Uh, if it is Spain, brilliant. You know, for the boys to experience that as well. Um, but for ourselves, you know, as I said, we're in the last eight in Europe now. Um, and, and if you look at our, we say metrics compared to every other country in youth development football. Um, you know, we shouldn't be here. Um, but we are. One game in the Premier League tonight with Brighton at home to newly crowned champions Manchester City. The Brighton players will give City a guard of honour at the Amex Stadium after Pep Guardiola's side were crowned champions for the third season in a row over the weekend. Brighton are guaranteed European football. A point from their final two games would see them finish in the top six. They are 16 goals better off than Aston Villa, so it's pretty much a done deal in terms of goal difference, although Villa play Brighton in the final game of the season on Sunday. Brighton boss Roberto De Zerbi wants to finish the job in style. We have a big, big, big target, bigger than uh, Conference League. Because we respect Conference League, but if if we have the possibility to play in one more prestigious competition, we have to, to try it. City have won 10 of the 11 Premier League meetings between the two clubs. The exception was a 3-2 win for Brighton at the Amex back in May 2021. And that was also after City had been confirmed as champions. City boss Pep Guardiola has urged the Premier League to make a decision as soon as possible over the club's alleged breaches of financial fair play, which is something that has come up in recent days since City won a fifth league title in six years. The champions are facing 115 charges over a nine-year period, which could see them sanctioned. Surely Guardiola realises the Premier League charges include allegations the club obstructed the investigation, which would obviously delay things, but he wants the matter resolved. Yeah, we did something wrong, everybody will know it, and... If we are like we believe we are, like we have done as a club for many years in the right way, and the people start to stop, you know, sometimes to talk about that. So we will love it tomorrow. That game kicks off at 8 o'clock. Also action in the Scottish Premiership. Among the games, champions Celtic travel to Hibs. Second place Rangers are at home to Hearts. Those matches start at 7.45. Also the final of the Coppa Italia. Inter take on Fiorentina in Rome at 8 o'clock. Two clubs that could also win European titles this season. Inter the Champions League and Fiorentina are in the Conference League final. Inter are the current holders of the Coppa Italia. Valencia say they'll fight a punishment given to them after some of their fans racially abused Real Madrid's Vinicius Jr. during Sunday's La Liga clash at the Mestalla. The stand where the abuse came from will be closed for five matches. Valencia have also been fined €45,000 by the Spanish FA. Spanish police have detained three people in connection with the abuse directed at the Brazilian. Valencia claim it's an unfair and disproportionate penalty based on evidence they haven't seen. Real have reported the abuse to the Spanish prosecutor's office as hate crime. A number of Brazilians protested outside the Spanish consulate yesterday. Real manager Carlo Ancelotti says Vinicius is very sad about the whole thing, but he's overwhelmed by the support he's received 
and he believes he will stay in Spain despite the abuse. Vinicius was sent off for the game. That red card has been rescinded. He's not suspended, but he won't play against Rayo Vallecano tonight due to a knee injury, so he's not even in the squad. Waterford owner Andrew Pilly will be sentenced in July following his conviction for fraud in England. Pilly, who also owns English League One club Fleetwood Town, was found guilty of two counts of running a business with the intention of defrauding creditors. He's also been found guilty on one count of false representation and one count of being concerned with the retention of criminal property. The fraud isn't to do with his football clubs, though. It's for the mis-selling of energy supply contracts to small businesses he bought Waterford last year. Graeme Kelly's left his role as manager of women's Premier Division club DLR Waves to take up a new position with St. Pat's. Kelly, who had been in charge of DLR since 2019, will work under the new manager of the Saints, John Daly. Recent DLR Waves assistant and under-19 boss Laura Heffernan will replace Kelly. Manchester United defender Onabalia will return to Spain to sign with Barcelona this summer. The 23-year-old, who's been one of the standout players in the Women's Super League this season, is out of contract with United this summer and the club are desperate for her to stay. But it was reported over the weekend that Balia would head back to Spain with an agreement already in place between the player and Barca where she was at youth level. Balia signed for United in the summer of 2020 on a free transfer from Levante. She was a guest on this week's Koi Gig podcast and talked about the major difference between the Spanish League and WSL. The biggest difference is uh, this league is more uh, physical. And I think it's more direct as well. Uh, in Spain, we just like they just try to uh, play. They try to everyone like every team tries to play more from from the back, from the keepers. And I think as well, it's not as direct as this league. It. Speaking of the WSL and United's title rivals, Chelsea have confirmed that Frank Kirby has signed a new deal. Chelsea triggered an option to keep Kirby for one more year until next summer. The England internationals won 13 trophies since she joined Chelsea from Reading in 2015, which includes five WSL titles and four FA Cups. Kirby's the WSL's top scorer with 110 goals in 175 games. The 29-year-old was part of the England team that won the Euros on home soil last summer. She'll miss this summer's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand after requiring knee surgery. Chelsea are set to lose Magdalena Eriksson and Pernille Harder at the end of the season which finishes up this Saturday and Chelsea are in prime position to retain their title. One player linked with a move to Chelsea is Katarina Macario. The Leon Ford says she won't be ready in time to play for the US at the World Cup. She'll miss the tournament as she recovers from an ACL injury that she suffered at the end of last season. The world champions will be without Mallory Swanson due to a knee injury that she picked up in the first of the friendlies against Ireland in April. A deal that went through yesterday just after recording the podcast was Bakayo Saka. The 21-year-old has agreed a new contract which will keep him at Arsenal until 2027. The England international says the club is the right place for him to make the next step. He scored 14 goals for the Gunners this season. He's already made 178 appearances for Mikel Arteta's side and it's featured in all of Arsenal's Premier League games over the last two campaigns. Southampton have confirmed that manager Ruben Saez will leave the club at the end of the season. He took over from Nathan Jones in February, but he couldn't stop them from being relegated from the Premier League. The Spaniard will still be in the dugout for their final game of the season, which is against Liverpool at St Mary's on Sunday. PSV boss Ruud van Nistelrooy has left the Dutch club with immediate effect. The former Manchester United striker felt there wasn't enough support within the club to continue. PSV need a point against AZ Alkmaar in their final game of the season to secure second place in the league behind Feyenoord. Former Ireland international Richard Keogh has been released by newly promoted Ipswich 
along with three other first-team players. 36-year-old Kyo returned to Ipswich last summer, more than 20 years after coming through their academy. Ipswich will be back in the Championship next season. And 26 men have been reported, the Dutch police, and seven have been detained following a brawl at West Ham's Conference League semi-final win against AZ Alkmaar last Thursday. Some of the home fans broke through a fence and attacked a section where friends and family of the West Ham players were seated. Police had given a deadline of yesterday for people to come forward or their images would be shown on a national TV programme. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.